Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. So today, growing old. We're all going to do it, hopefully. Getting old. We're all getting a bit older as the days go by. And also, what we really want to talk about with this is how the things that really used to make us worry and we used to be bothered about X number of years ago really don't matter anymore as you're getting older. Um, and the one thing I resonates with me more than anything with this is weight. Because I, I did it myself and I see it all the time on Instagram. Just all these girls going, I've put a little bit of weight on and they're still tiny. They're still a size 10, a size 12. But because they've put a tiny little bit of weight on for them, they're panicking about it. And I used to be exactly the same. I remember honestly feeling I was horrendously fat. And when we moved house last year, we found some photos that I'd taken at that time as a, you know, before and after thing. I never, I never ever do the after ones. I never do the before ones. And yes, I had hips. I'd just had a baby, actually. I had hips, but I got this teeny, teeny little waist. and Not an ounce of fat on the top half of my body. And I just think, I panicked like crazy that size now I'm what three dress sizes above that and I couldn't care less I think it a lot of it comes down to the way we develop ourselves we learn more about what we don't want and we know what we do want and I think from a confidence perspective we just don't care anymore you don't you don't care you you start to see more of the life is too short to worry about these things. And not in a morbid way. Yeah. Because it's not in a morbid way. It's not, oh, yeah. my days are numbered. I've got to live my life. Yeah. It's just, so what? I nearly saw then. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did as well. Go on. It's an adult podcast. I, I'm of the, um, whatever you did in your 20s, good, bad, naughty, whatever. Once you turn 20, it's gone. Then when you turn 30, that's gone. Then when you turn 40, that's gone. Can't wait for the next one. So, it's like, 50s are amazing. It's like, think like, same as what you're saying, things that mattered. When I was in my 20s, it was like, oh, career and this, that and the other. And I've personally never been massively bothered about weight. I'm more bothered now from a health perspective. And after being locked down and tried to put my jeans on to go out the other day, I went, oh, Christ, I don't want to replace my wardrobe. That's, that's where I was like bothered and trying to be a bit healthier and whatever and just let it go and kind of different mentality 2020's been really. But yeah, it's, it's like... You like I've got scars on my legs from things and I never used to wear shorts because I was embarrassed by them. I wear them now and if someone goes, ooh, what's that? I go, shark bite. <laughs> Do you know that'll, what I mean? that'll shut you up. <laughs> and go, wow, really? No. <laughs> so so I, I play with that now because I'm at ease with it. And I think that 
it sounds very um, a bit condescending if somebody that's already more mature than you says that to you. Oh, when you get such and such age, it won't matter anymore. But actually, when you do get to those different points in age or in your life, because some people are sort of 40, 50 in the red when they're 35, it, it's, it's how mentally you age and at what age bracket you seem to hit those milestones of relaxing more about things. Stupid things as well. So the other day, me and Laura were looking at shoes and we were discussing, she found a pair of white trainers she quite liked. And I said, oh, they'll get dirty really quickly, as a mum does, you know. Um, but then I said, I said, I, at one point, I stopped wearing, I had red trainers, red Adidas, you know, with the white stripes, right, the yeah. gazelles. Yeah. I had some of those, and I stopped wearing them because I felt I was drawing attention to my feet. And I'm not, I've not got big feet, I've not got, there's nothing wrong with my feet at all. But that time, I didn't want anybody to look at me for whatever reason that was. And I just remember thinking, I can't wear those trainers. And I got some little gold ankle boots. They were sort of like um, an antique goldie pattern. And they were beautiful, irregular choice, absolutely beautiful. I'm hoping they're somewhere in a box upstairs. Um, I stopped wearing them because I felt like I was drawing attention to me. What? And look at look at you now. What the hell? <laughs> what was that about? It just came up from her showing me this photo, of, uh, this image of these white trainers that she'd found that she liked, and I just thought, what the hell was wrong with me? If, if people haven't seen Claire, um, and for those that are listening rather than watching, Claire has the most vibrant, beautiful raspberry hair. Um, shaved at one side. I was going to say, it's shaved at one side. Um, long and I'm doing this like long and bobbed. I'm showing people and clearly you can't see. Um, long and bobbed on the other side, um, or sort of shoulder length and bobbed on the other side. And Claire is renowned for her raspberry jackets, cardigans, tops, um, beautiful boots that she wears as well that are either a purpley colour or a raspberry colour. Um, Claire is a very colourful person. So to think that she's gone from not wearing a pair of red trainers or gold boots because she thought they might draw attention to her just proves the change. Yes, absolutely. It's mental, huge. isn't it? Yeah. It's absolutely mental. I cannot imagine where my head was at that I couldn't wear shoes I wanted to wear because they draw attention to me. And going back to that weight thing, I, it's just come back to me now in this, I can remember standing on our landing when I was living at home with mum and my brother was still at home. So I can only have been 17 probably at sixth form college. Um, and I weighed eight and a half stone and she looked at me and I can remember mum saying, good God. And I can remember I was in a size eight jeans at the time. And now I'm in a size 14 or 16 jeans. When, when you say she said, good God, what did she mean? Good God, skinny. good or good God, bad? No, skinny. skinny. She actually said, good God, girl, look at you. And those were the times when I was doing the Cambridge diet, and which tasted like metal at the time. It was absolutely rank. Um, and mum and I would jump on every single diet bandwagon going. And it was that important to me that I was thin then. And I look at myself now. I mean, I used to be able to wear crop tops and this is terrible. 
I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I will. Um, I used to clean cars for a local Peugeot dealership during the college holidays. Um, so I was a valeter and I used to wear white cycling shorts and crop tops. Holy moly. <laughs> did you have a bra on? I did, yeah, I did. Okay. I wasn't even so big then. Top, no, I was either. just wondering yeah. whether you were going for the wet t-shirt look as you, no. as you cleaned the windscreen. No, you know? but do you know what? That wasn't even the point. I, I, it was like, I didn't do it for that reason. I did mm. it because I was comfortable and actually yeah. I knew I looked bloody good. Yeah. It wasn't to bring attention. I just felt great like that. I mean, Christ, I can't remember the last time I wore shorts. But yeah. that's only now because actually, do you know what? I, I don't care what people think because I've got to a point where you know, I'm just me, aren't I? It doesn't matter what anybody you, else thinks. That's, you, that's exactly. their problem. Yeah. And I think that's the difference, isn't it? I think I think there's a shift in this because I think the world's changed. So I think younger people now more, more, know more about positive mindset. They understand more about the law of attraction. They understand more about the universe. So they understand more about if somebody's got a problem with you, that's their problem. Yeah. It's not, unless you know you've done something wrong. Yeah. It's not, you know, there are going to be haters, but that they're haters because of their own insecurities, not because of what you're doing. Mm. And I think more and more people now are getting that message at a much younger age. We didn't start to get that message. I didn't start to get it till I was about 40 and I read my first um, Law of Attraction book. Um, even then, whilst did change my life and I did pick up bits of it I didn't pick it up to its extreme which seems ridiculous now but, you know um so I think I think there is a slight change at the moment I think more young people are going actually I'm all right but the weight thing seems to be a massive pressure on people and I think filters as well. I do wish people would stop using filters on social media. I wouldn't even know how to use a filter. I mean, I don't Laura, use a filter on my mouth. I don't use a filter on my face. Laura, Laura show me how to do it on Snapchat. She on oh, I think Snapchat. you've done a couple, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. And, and what you have to do is take the photo on Snapchat and then save it to your camera roll and then oh. put it onto other social media, which seems like a hell of a fuff to me. Yeah, just take a photo <laughs> and stick it out there. Yeah. It's you, isn't it? It's, it's all about, it's, it's self-confidence and, and your comfort with yourself, isn't it? It's kind of like you get to whatever age it is, it's not just about getting old, because you can be very comfortable with yourself in your teens, 20s and yeah. whatever, that it's, it's, it's knowing your personality and being comfortable enough to let the world see it or to show it if you don't care what opinion you're going to get. Because you're always going to get opinion. Everybody has one. You're yeah. going to get people instantly judge you or instantly look and say, oh, my God. So, like, at the minute, we, when we go outside, we have to wear a face mask. I thought, well, if I'm wearing a face mask, I'm not wearing a boring one. You know what? It's brilliant at the moment because I'm like Rudolph. <laughs> so, don't <laughs> Being able to cover my nose up in public is perfect. I felt like a, I felt like a burglar yesterday. I called in Asda after I'd been for my walk. I'd got a woolly beanie hat on, so down to there. I'd got my glasses on, which are quite thick frames, and then my face mask on. You just, I walk in right, Asda like Invisible Man. 
they just don't stand a chance anymore do they well, from cctv and stuff because legitimately everybody can cover the face yeah you can actually walk into a bank now wearing a mask and get told yeah. <laughs> but i find it because i like i like to if i get eye contact with people i like to smile yeah unless you well when i've got my glasses on you can't really see the eyebrow rise but I'm finding that really difficult. You actually have to speak now and say hello or say a greeting, whereas normally you'd just smile. You know, just go there. Kind of lift your eyebrows. I think you do. You can tell when somebody's smiling at you from their eyes. You want to be Yeah, the shape of your eye does move. And I think I know when somebody's smiling at me in a mask. But anyway, we're getting off the subject, ladies. So, yes, yeah. Uh, what else was important when I was younger? I was. One of those people who I did have a lot of insecurities, even though I did have a lot of friends around me, I probably didn't realise how many good friends I had around me. And so I thought I had to give gifts and buy people. And it's a, it's a, a really strange thing to admit to. Um, but yeah, it was almost like I had to be surrounded by people. I just had to have it. And now I've probably got, oddly enough, people, I mean, it's like in my group, isn't it? There's 420 odd people in my, my Facebook group for my business. And people just love being in there. And now I'm just being completely me. I'm, I'm not doing anything. But you still do a lot of, a lot of giving. I think, I think it's very obvious yeah. that, you know, you, you are quite happy to forego quite a big, of your profit yeah to get people be able to buy what they want to buy to help them and and having giveaways and things like that and and you are still a very helping person but i don't think that comes from the same place anymore now i just want people to be happy yeah before it was because i needed them around me yeah. or i wanted them around me and i felt insecure they just seem to be there now. Yeah. And Do you know, it was funny, it's funny, and I'm going slightly off topic here, but we, me and Laura have started watching Queer Eye on Netflix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there was one on that we watched last night, and it was a um, music arts teacher from an American school. And she'd had the same haircut since she was in her teens. And yeah. It was basically described as a mullet. And it was funny because when they were interviewing her, they said, she said, they said, why are you so selfless? Because she even had a, a put-up bed in her office. She never. She was at school by half seven every morning. She never left before 10pm. And sometimes she didn't leave. Um, and they said to her, why, why is that? Why do you not do anything for yourself? And she said, because I'm the next generation from the generation that went poor and gave themselves completely serve and so I was brought up to serve that's yeah. my purpose and when I think about my mum that's exactly how she was and I swear that's why she ended up with three lots of cancer mm. because all she did was give to other people and if she was ever unhappy or upset by anything she stuffed it in and we know through epigenetics now in science that cancer comes from negative stored emotion yeah. 
emotion when you when your cells regenerate the emotion transfers into the new cell it doesn't disappear with the old cell um and i thought actually that's our generation now because we me and joe you're not quite there claire but me and joe are that next generation from my mum and, and joe's mum um and we're slightly different now because we realize we've got to take care of ourselves mm. but, you know growing up did we think about anybody else i was really selfish as a teenager i've got to say that yeah i, I honestly think i was really selfish as a teenager i i was a little cow yeah i was an absolute how my mum put up with me as a teenager i do not know and my dad never saw it obviously because dad wasn't around um what mum put up with because it was so important for me to be seen, to be with the gang and to be out. In, and when we literally did, I say walk the streets, it wasn't quite walking the streets. It was no, sitting yeah. out at night. It was freezing cold. But just to be seen, to be part of that gang was the most important thing. You see, and actually, I was exactly just, the opposite. Oh. I was exactly the opposite. My best friend did all that with the local group of people that did that. I went ice skating in Central Sheffield. I wanted to do something different. I wanted to be different. Well, and funnily I, enough, you say, yeah, you say that. Say that again, Claire. A ball or a bike. So that, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hang around with girls in the in crowd. I, I used to be hanging around with lads and playing football and golf and bikes and skateboards and... We'll play Kirby till it's dark and street light comes on and we can just play if we move a bit and all stuff like that. What about what about cars? What was your first car? A brown Rover Metro. <laughs> a black Renault 5 Turbo. You see, I'm similar to you. I had a two-litre Vauxhall Cavalier. All the boys were turning up to sixth form college <laughs> in their Fiestas and their Minis and I had a bloody two-litre Cavalier. <laughs> Okay. that was it that was it i loved it mine, mine committed suicide it ran down my dad's drive the handbrake <laughs> failed and it ran backwards down my dad's drive across the road and into the wall across the road <gasps> oh no thank god there was nobody on either of pavements or any other car coming at that time that's all i can say that's the fiesta but yeah those small cars um, I, I did always like uh, yeah so i went from that to um what do we have next? MG Metro Turbo. I had a Fiesta next, bizarre. It's weird, isn't it? But yeah, cars were important to me. I loved it, loved it. Yeah. Um, now, I mean, yeah, we've, we've, we've talked about this in a previous um, pod chat about the Audi and everything else, but now my Nissan Qashqai is absolutely beaut. absolutely love it. It does its job. Things like that just change. I mean, I do still, don't get me wrong, I do still want my purple um, Range Rover Evoque. That's my dream. But that's just because I want that luxury. I want that nice car. But you don't want a Range Rover, darling. They cost so much. Oh, I know. They're so unreliable. And you'd think, wouldn't you, that I used to deal with all of the um, vehicle management complaints and the majority, sorry, Land Rover, but the majority were Land Rovers. Yeah, they are. They're so unreliable. It's why I've got my ML, my Mercedes, before, before. Because it's, it's a workhorse. It's a tank with luxury and even though it's old 
there is not a mark on the bodywork. Yeah, that's true. Runs perfectly. I mean, all right, we had to have the turbo rebuilt because something a bit of plastic went into it last year. And you, uh, yeah, you attached yourself to a bus quite nicely, didn't you? Or it oh, attached no. itself to you. Uh, the bus attached itself to me. <laughs> I was at some bloody traffic light stationary. The sodding thing ran into back of me. The chuff. But you know that car is is a little bit of. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would go out and buy the equivalent brand new Mercedes tomorrow if money was no object. But I don't have 50, 60 grand to spend on a new Mercedes. And while we're on cars and this particular subject about getting old and growing up and everything. <laughs> tries to bring it back to that, subject. Have you heard that phrase now when you turn your radio down so you can see better? Yes. <laughs> no. It is hilarious. It, up. it, wow. is, it is hilarious though, you do. It's like, <laughs> even when you've got a sat-nav, and I never have the voice on sat nav because that irritates the life out of me. I just switch that off. But I'm going through somewhere where I don't know and I turn the radio off. Or if it's been like heavy snow and you're going over the snake pass or whatever, turn the radio off. It's just not to concentrate. Better, right? it's it's, so yeah, but why? I mean, you know the roads inside out. You're in a four by four. You know it's going to be safe-ish. <laughs> but actually... I'm really baffled. What's, what's wrong? Why on earth do you do that? That's, that is mental. What? Turn the radio down so you can see better? Yes. I, I don't know. I just do. <laughs> that's ridiculous. I know. That's why I said it's a joke phrase, but actually you turn it down so you can concentrate better. Yeah. But the phrase is, when you're getting old, <laughs> you turn the radio down so you can see better. I don't know what to say to that. We've actually gobsmacked there. It's amazing. <laughs> Say we're going to be quiet for the rest of the podcast. I actually don't know what to say about that. That's just mental. We've, we've talked quite a lot about things that matter less to us as we're sort of getting older and I would say more mature, but I'm still battling with that one. What about things that now matter more? Because we're Slippers. Being, being warm. <laughs> just being, being warm, being safe. You know what? I think I think as you get older, your parents matter more. Yeah. I think when you're younger, you take it for granted that you they're do. always going to be there. Yeah. And I think when you as you get older and you see them aging too, yeah, your parents matter more, uh, particularly when you've lost one. Yeah. I think that makes a huge amount of difference. Um. I think good food matters more. It certainly does to your. Uh... <laughs> Beloved. <laughs> oh, it, that's not bloody good food. It's not that's good food. That's uh, what science experiments are doing this week. That's just Honestly, weird. <laughs> good food. I got a gadget last week. A ninja foodie. <gasps> is that the one with the drawers that comes out? No, that's the air fryer. This right. one is like a little Mickey, uh, what's it, metal Mickey sort of thing. And you can put chicken thighs in it. For 20 minutes and they come out as if they've been in the oven for an hour and a half. Perfect, crispy, juicy. Oh my god, food. Yeah, I think I think ninjas get more important to you as you get older. And uh, I also think a damn good vacuum cleaner. Yeah. I did I think that's a conversation last week with my mate. Instead of like having beers, we were having a tea and a coffee talking about difference between a Dyson and a shark. <laughs> I'm sorry. Lightweight, so it's better for doing stairs. I'm no, I'm sorry. You're just both really sad. <laughs> That's really, really sad. 
I'm a shark all the way now. That, that I'm sorry, talking about vacuum cleaners being more important to you as you get As older, I've got older. It's sad. No, sad. My, my ninja foodie is absolutely the best. Pull your bottom lip out, madam. It's so bad. <laughs> Ever. Um, so, come on, what else is more important to you? I think being yourself yes. is more important to you. Yep. As, as much as, because you don't care about what other people think anymore, that seems like a bit of a contradiction in terms. <laughs> but I think at different stages as, as you're growing older, you dress in a certain way because it's fashion or you might do this because of that or you might do this because it fits in with whatever's happening in the world or your social circle or whatever else. And I think you get to a point that you just go, do you know what? Fuck it. I don't care anymore. Absolutely. And yeah, comfort. Dressing I, for I look at clothes now when I'm buying clothes and I go, is it my colour? Yeah. Is it a style I want to wear? And is it I what? don't care what anybody else thinks. Is it going to be itchy? <laughs> <laughs> is it going to wash well? Does <laughs> my mother need to hand wash it? <laughs> Am I going to have to iron it? Because I definitely do not want to iron anything. So it's jeans and hoodies all the way, basically. Oh, yeah. So, hang on, fabric care and vacuum cleaner, cleaner. is the most important thing to you as you age. No, slippers no, as well, you've forgotten slippers. If I'm going to wash it, I don't want to iron it. And, and Tesco home delivery. And well, <laughs> I, am, I can honestly say I have not used iron since 2015. Awesome. See, you've got it right, it's there. You see, my mother irons everything. Hankies, knickers, socks. What's point ironing? I did, I did used to. I did used to. Because wow. there's always a bit, uh, I will say this. Sorry, gentlemen, if you're listening to embarrass you. Ladies, you probably will exactly get this. But in your knickers, there's always that little bit that needs to be soft. Do you know what I mean? The gusset. That'll be the, that'll be the one. Yeah. They've just got to be... And I used to iron them all the time. Now... You don't mind a bit of rough? No. I, d I, I didn't know. I, I didn't. <laughs> now you like that. My time's more valuable. Stuff that, ain't I? Ain't in that. <laughs> Put a bit more softener in my wash. <coughs> oh, dear. This has gone way off. Oh, See, yes. Yeah, so what's more important? A bit of, No, not a bit of rough. <laughs> a bit of anything would be nice. thing I think is more important as we get older is spiritualism yeah. from the point of view of living to who you are and recognizing gut instinct and taking that to whatever level you want to take to mm -hmm. there are very few 20 year olds even 30 year olds that look into and investigate a spiritual being I started in my 30s because I had a series of miscarriages so I, I had five miscarriages in a row and I bought this little book which was called the introduction to spiritualism which you can't actually it's not in print anymore but you can still get it and it explained to me that if 
baby isn't born, it's because it's so special it can move straight on. It doesn't need to go through this wow. system. And that gave me a lot of comfort. Now, some people will agree with that. Some people won't agree with that, whatever. Mm. You know, it also taught me that we actually choose our parents and plan yeah. our life in advance. We don't yeah. remember it once we're born into, a, into this body. We have actually planned it and everything we go through is something we needed to experience to be able to move on because we'd not learned that in previous lives or whatever. Yeah. And it and so I started to learn about that in my thirties, but I guess it was mid to late forties before I started to really look into it. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people I know, you know, the law of attraction, the universe, positive thinking, all of those things seems to come for a lot of people that bit later on because mm. i think you take life that bit more for granted as you're a bit younger and also as you get to sort of our age you start sharing the things that are more important not the daft things that you've done so actually these things get more well known amongst us and we're quite comfortable in sharing that fact if you were to say that at the age of 20, even now, if the people in their 20s and, you know, early 30s were looking into things like that, there would still be an element, I think, of, well, that's a bit weird. What are you doing that for? I mean, I, I know, as you say, it is changing, definitely. Um, but certainly if, if the level that we are looking into things like this and, you know, even meditation, this, it comes back to self-care as well, doesn't it? Yeah. That, you know, that is actually so important for us, particularly at this time. I mean, I spend... <laughs> say I spend half my life asleep I don't spend half my life asleep it's it's meditating it's intentional thought it's you know it, it's all of that that you need to do yeah and I think if you if we'd sort of shared all of that in our younger years it would have been a bit strange I just don't think you think about things in your sort of teens in your 20s unless you come from a family that, that lives like that mm. I don't think, even now, most teenagers, early 20s up to 30, think about anything other than their immediate life. Mm. Because those are your selfish years, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, those are your selfish years. And if you don't, I'm not saying you should have them, but I don't think it's wrong to have them as long as you don't continue through the rest of your life. I mean, there's times when I've been called a brat still, even now. <laughs> You live with your mother, what do you it's, expect? It is different for me, I must admit. I've gone back to almost the childlike little brat at times. Um, but that's purely because of circumstance. And, you know, I have lived by myself. I have been married. I have done all the, the whole domestic thing before. You know, it's Our not as if I can't. Our <laughs> listeners know. And if you're new on this pod chat, go back to some of the others because some of your stories are amazing. They are very they are, quite, they are quite yeah they are quite funny but um yeah i think and, and yeah thinking about that as well i know now definitely what i do want i do not focus on what i don't want i focus on what i do want <laughs> and as you get older that is definitely what you do and that is definitely what you should do because as claire said you know the whole negative thought pattern if you're focusing on what you don't want the universe yeah. doesn't know that you're saying that you don't want it and so it could well come to you. Will so focus you. on what you do want and put all your focus into that. Who knows what will happen? 
So just before we finish, one final subject on this, because I think this is a huge one, is health. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think as you get older, you get more illnesses. Mm-hmm. Your body, you know, I went to, I remember going to the opticians for the first time, I think it was about 42 or 43. And he said, oh, yes, he said, your eyesight will deteriorate greatly from now on in every year. (laughs) Once you hit hit 40, it's it's a very quick sliding scale. (laughs) You do get more illnesses in general, talking in general, as you get older. It takes you more time to recover from anything as well. Yeah. Yeah. Especially hangovers. Yeah. Well, hangovers, I've not had a hangover for a lot of years because I haven't drunk to that extent well, I for I drunk probably six, seven years since I've been drunk. So... I, d- I did get drunk early on in lockdown. And, Very bad, and yeah. oh my God, three days it took me. Yeah. Three days. But yeah, I mean, that, that and the health thing... Um, you know, it, it was very, very sad at the start of lockdown. Well, early on into lockdown, um, we lost my neighbour. He was, he was young. He was, he was 57, 58. Um, and he was literally there one minute and gone the next. Nothing to do with COVID. Um, and I think, you know, you, you continue to think, if you're not careful, that you're invincible. Um, because when you were young, you did. You know, I used to be out Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, karaoke Monday night. I used to have a Tuesday night off and then back out again. And you were either working or you were at university or you were at college and you just did. And you never seemed to get ill. Um, And you got up for work next day and there were no issues. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember falling asleep at the desk at Alamo Rent-A-Car at the South Terminal quite a few times. I've seen seen a meme this morning that says... um, I can remember when I used to, as long as I got in home and in bed by four o'clock a.m., I could get up for work at six. <laughs> somebody suggests putting a movie on at eight o'clock. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, I think it's true, though, isn't it? It absolutely yeah. is. No, yeah. I love film is. I'll, I'll put one on at nine. <laughs> it's. Uh, I do. I do think. I mean, Claire, you've just started to take a lifelong condition that you've got seriously how old are you now yes 43.10 right claire at 43 has in the last week two sat week i'm not taking two last week decide <laughs> the oracle has spoken I speak, I speak to claire every day so <laughs> In the last week, Claire. In the last week, Claire has decided that she has to take her type one diabetes seriously and get her blood sugars under control for the first time in forty-three years. Thirty-four. You're not thirty-four. No, but no, but she found out at nine. Yeah. Oh, all right then. Sorry. Anyway, thirty-four years last month. Anyway, you should have been doing this all bloody along, not just when you get to 43. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. And why have you decided now? What made you decide? Yeah. I don't know. The pennies just dropped. Uh, I've always been 
good at what I do. I never miss injections or sometimes I've missed tablets, forgot them or something like that. And I'm always relatively careful on what I eat. I never drink full fat sugar pop, for example. I don't eat a lot of sweets. I like chocolate and biscuits, yeah. So I've always been reasonably good on everything. I've just always had something in my mind. I do not like doing the finger prick blood tests. I hate them. And, and I've always resisted them, no matter whether I get praise, punishment, encouragement, support, accountability, anything like that. I've just kicked back and will not do it. I'll, I'll try it for a day and I'll be like, ah, I had one conversation with my consultant who was a professor, really good guy, a couple of years ago. And I said, right, I'll do one a day. Well, that lasted all of a week. But since it'll be two weeks this coming Wednesday, I'm doing four tests a day because the, the, for some reason the pennies just dropped. That pen is linked to a Reiki session you've had. It, I think it's, it's linked to releasing negative emotions. And I think we're going to go really off topic if I go deep into it. But I think I've made my diabetes just, oh, well, it's just part of me. It can, it can lump it and me and it'll live my life whereas I need to give it a bit more respect because for months I've been complaining about being tired and I get up and I'm tired or um, sometimes my mood everything diabetes actually does affect all of that but I just got nights not that and I, I discount it straight away whereas you go looking for answers for things and I think again this com coming back to topic the more I'm going to say mature you get because it's not all relative to an age number. Mm. The more you think about your self-care, you look for answers for things like, like I'm, my, my wrist's still bothering me, my right shoulder's still bothering me. Why? Well, because it takes longer to heal and get better when you're over 40 for one. And, and I can't stop doing the things that I do. I can be more careful, but I think with the with the diabetes, I need to give it more respect, and then I might live another thirty or forty years. Whereas if I don't, you can cut that down to twenty, and and the the realizations just dropped. Don't know why it just has. It doesn't matter why, does it? it doesn't, no, oh. I don't know why for that? It just has, and and I think the main one is I've I've been looking at self care for the last couple of months more intently, and I think. The doing my blood tests and looking after my diabetes is the one thing that I've been well, how do you love yourself? Well, there's your number one staring right mm -hmm. at you. Yeah. I think I think this is it, isn't it? You took mm. your health for granted even with type one diabetes from the age of nine. You've gone, I will be okay. Yeah. And then suddenly as you get older, you actually go, perhaps I need to look at this now. Mm. You know, Joe and I forgive me Joe, are both slightly overweight. Mm. I think COVID has made a massive amount of difference to us to go actually very gradually and very slowly. We're going to try and get a little bit of weight off to be a little bit healthier. Mm -hmm. I know that certainly for me, it's mm. not because I'm unhappy how I am at all. It's literally, I feel that if I did get it and I'm a little bit lighter, you know, all the statistics show that you've got a bit more chance. Now, I'm not going to go to a 
size 10 or 12 even because I'm not interested. If I could get into a size 16, I'm, I'm going to be perfectly, perfectly happy and that's where I'm aiming for. I'm, I'm doing it slowly over a long period of time because I don't want the... I don't want the pressure of having to do it fast. And the other thing with me as well, the whole losing weight thing now, A, we're eating a lot better, don't get me wrong, that's a definite. Um, because when I was at home by myself, I wasn't eating the right things at the right time. Um, and I would just nip to the shop and get a sandwich packet, crisp chocolate bar and a can of Coke. It was just one of them things. Years of driving around the country and stopping at service stations, that was the thing that I did. I just did it. Um, now, it's, life is completely different, but I've taken that pressure off of myself to do it and consciously watching it. So even though I was eating rubbish, I was then hating myself for having done that. And it was like, it was just counteracting, you know, ev everything was just working against itself. It was just like that, circles going opposite. Um, now I've actually taken the pressure off so much, not, I'm just eating what is healthy without really thinking about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, but because I've stopped beating myself up over certain days that I have something, the whole thing's changed and it's just yeah. taken that negative impact out of it. Yeah. No, it's, I, th it, I think, you know, lots of things that bothered us when we were young. I remember going to a nightclub. Bear in mind, we live 10 miles out of the city centre. I remember getting into the into the queue for the nightclub and realised I had no earrings on and I went home and got some. What? <laughs> That's freaky. Honestly, the number of times I have gone home because I forgot to put earrings on. I, 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 yeah. I once went into a nightclub in a shortish skirt with tights on, <coughs> went to the loo as we, were, as we got in a ladder in my tights and went oh I 10 quid to get in and we're going back to when I was in my early 20s it was very I, I probably would I probably would but also it was so important to actually be seen out wasn't it you'd go and you'd stand out in the rain to get into these places tell you what if it's colder it's raining outside I'm in slippers that's it I'm staying in no longer important I don't know if it was important to be seen I, I didn't I don't think I thought about it like that we just particularly enjoyed that nightclub because it was a bit classier than the rest. Oh, and there's me and Henry Africa's in Scunthorpe. Put <laughs> <laughs> this way, we went in so often, the, the doorman knew us by name and we had a VIP, we didn't have to stand in the queue. Which one was it? Josephine's. Bonnie Barker's pool covered in milk. Yeah. Yeah, Josephine's. We were in there Monday night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think I've been in there once and I wasn't 25. <laughs> it should have been over 25s. I know I used to go out, but it was like Henry Africa's was Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. And then we'd go to one of the pubs on a Sunday night and then we'd go to a different pub to karaoke on a Monday night. And then I'd have Tuesday and it was probably a pub Wednesday if we went out. But yeah, so no, our life has changed. Oh. We used to be out, out. Sunday, Sunday nights we went just down into, there were a few pubs in Hillsborough, but the rest of the time it was out and then into down for a nightclub. 
No. I think I'm turning into a hermit, actually. Why don't you just think of it as this period in the year or time? I've just decided I'm hibernating until the spring. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> With my little cheeks popped out. <laughs> you don't have to collect nuts, Jo. Oh, I do. <laughs> Sorry, Jo's no, just, <laughs> just wetting herself at this minute. Yeah, another thing that's very important as you get older, tenor lady. On that note. <laughs> On that note, it's time for a brew. Catch you in a bit. Bye. <laughs>